All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt. And Jake here. We're coming to you uh, with another series, and this series is called Prove It. Jake, what are we trying to prove? Uh, so this is an apologetic series where we're talking about proving why we believe that uh, Torah is for today. And so we're trying to prove through Bible verses uh, that that's the case. Torah is for today. So we've got a whole series. So if you're just jumping in this, uh, you've missed a bunch of things. And we suggest that you go back and, uh, and listen to them. So we've got uh, six episodes. And this is coming in at number seven. Right. And uh, so this will be in a YouTube playlist. So if you, watch the, if you listen to this through a podcast, you might try to go into YouTube because you can see uh, everything listed and there are visuals that go with this. Right. So. And uh, uh, if you just want a refresher, go back to the first one and that has our list of things that are like first things first. What kind of, you know, we're... So we're on the same page while we're going through these verses and... So, yeah, good point. That's kind of the point. <laughs> All right, so Jake's going to start us and take us through this. And so here we go with Prove It. All right. Um, now, additionally, and I probably should have been mentioning this all along, but um, in this case, so I'll try to mention it from now on just so it picks up in each of these in the series. But so once we go through these and point out there's so many verses here that uh, our evidence toward Torah being uh, for today, at the end, I'd love to hear a list of verses disproving that Torah is for today. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that would be interesting to see. Show us your list. Exactly. All right, so let's move on. All right, moving on. So this is called Messiahisms. Messiahisms. So yeah. what do you mean by Messiahisms? So this is just like, uh, as you can tell, each one of these videos kind of has a theme. Uh, this one is just basically words from Messiah or about specifically Messiah that uh, kind of fit into the, the puzzle here. Okay. All right, Matthew 5, 17 to 19. Anyone who's been Torah-ing for a while kind of knows this one. Uh, this is one that kind of jumps out to people at first. Um, so, Matt, why don't you go ahead and read that? All right, in 17, think not that I, can't, that I come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Not one little bit. Right, and then it continues. And then... 19 says, Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commands and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So this seems very straightforward to me. And as you can see, this is number 33 in our list. <clears throat> um, but... He seems very, very specifically saying, uh, not one jot or one tittle shall in any wise pass from the law. So if you're going to say that the clean and unclean food laws, which was our previous video, uh, 
have been done away with um, or fulfilled so now we don't do them, that would be a passing away, right? It's, right. And that would be much more than a jot or tittle. That's whole sections of scripture. And, that are, jot, and jot and tittle is like dotting the I and then the little accent mark. There are these little tiny marks that, um, that would seem insignificant to maybe someone who didn't know Hebrew, but they can make a huge difference. Uh, but, but still, there are these little tiny marks, and he's making the point that these, the little tiniest little mark that's not even really a word or scripture won't pass away. Right. Not, not one stroke of the pen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like I was saying, this seems pretty straightforward. And just me. like you said, heaven and earth is still here, but, um, but many people do not understand this or dismiss it. I don't even know what they say about right. the scripture. So a couple things people will say is, well, they'll take this, uh, I haven't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill... And then they'll make this fulfill mean the same thing as destroy. Yeah. They'll make it mean do away with. Mm. When really this fulfill is actually, uh, when you go back to the, the Greek, it is to fully preach. Yeah. Well, just if you think about just the word fulfill in English, if we fulfill a contract, that means I come to your house and I do this you service do for you. Right. And so, yeah, that, that, that doesn't mean I destroyed it. Right. I'm not, I wouldn't destroy anything. I would be doing something. Right. The, uh, it's a work. The go, the go get me a drink of water, or you bring me a drink of water, you've fulfilled that. You've done mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And Messiah exactly came to do it. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's what people say. They'll say the fulfill thing. And then I've also, crazy as it may sound because uh, it was crazy sounding to me, was, oh, well, heaven and earth did pass away. I've heard people I've say heard this. I've heard people say that. And I've only heard it after, like, like I've heard it from church people after coming to Torah and using this <laughs> because this isn't something they'd say normally. <laughs> it's not something I was taught in church anyway. But, um, and the evidence they'll say is, oh, well, he was talking about the, the temple hmm. in 70 AD. Right. And that, that's yeah. what they'll go with. But mm-hmm. we're going to show you, we're going to prove that that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, so those are kind of the arguments that come up around this. Yeah, and then, then, then we go back there, you know, this whole thing about who's the least and who's the greatest, you know. So it um, looks like if you don't do these commandments, um, you're going to be least, and those that do them and teach them are going to be the great ones. Right. And so that's, uh, I want to be part of that group. Yeah. He has this interesting statement here about breaking the commandments. And it's, he's essentially saying don't break the commandments. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. now we're going to go on to why heaven and earth did not already pass away. So Revelation 21.1, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Okay, so it should be obvious. The sea is still around. The last Um, time I checked, it was still there. Yes, and heaven and earth have not passed away. There there is no new heaven and new earth that that has come down. We all... this should be obvious. I, I'm sorry, but it should be. And the 
and if you think this is talking about something else other than what we're saying, read the context because yeah. uh, on all of these, go ahead and read through the context. And and if you think we're taking it out of context, put it in the comments. Yeah, yeah, because we, we don't want to cherry pick and we see a lot of people cherry pick scriptures and don't think that just because we have one or two verses here and there that we, we cherry pick these verses, you know. Right. Uh, read these in context. Right. All right. Luke sixteen seventeen, and it's easier for heaven and earth to pass than one tittle of the law to fail. Hmm. So, again, pretty straightforward. I think we think yeah. we discussed that. Yeah, when you think about that, heaven and earth. So it's easier for this the tiniest little insignificant mark that in the law uh, to pa- it's harder for that to pass away than heaven and earth. I mean, that's. Uh, you know, it seems like a pretty good task to make heaven and it's earth. It's significant. Pass away. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, yeah, exactly. And then Matthew 24 20, but pray ye that your flight be not on in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. See, this was, uh, they were predicting, Messiah predicted airplanes, airplane travel here. Oh. Don't schedule a flight, flight on the Sabbath. Is what that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> no. So the reason that this is interesting to me is this is what's the context of Matthew 24. It's a, it's everyone goes to Matthew 24 because it's an end times prophecy he's talking about, right? And everyone goes here to discuss rapture and all this stuff and says, oh, this has the the best timeline or whatever. But the point is, He's, he's telling you, in the end times, when you're, when you're dispersing, hope it's not on the Sabbath day. Why would the Sabbath day be a reference if he's come and done away with it and now he's the Sabbath? And, he's our rest, Jake. Yeah, so if he is that, meant to be in this time period, right? This, uh, uh, uh. Oh, what do they call it? Dispensation. This dispensation, right? Um, then what's he? Why is he warning us that? Yeah, that, that to be doesn't, that concerned doesn't make about sense. that. Uh, obviously, he's talking about keeping the Sabbath. Uh, yeah. So, and uh, and it has to. The connotation of this has to be, you know, that if you're having to to travel, it's kind of like work, and you know, pray that this, you know, you get your Sabbath and you don't have to work on your Sabbath, in in essence. Yeah, it's it's. I think I think of this very similarly to when uh, uh, military groups would come yeah. against the Jews and they'd go, "Let's wait till Sabbath, because mm-hmm. then they're all resting." Yeah, it's that yeah. kind of yeah. idea. Yeah. And then Luke eighteen twenty one, and he answered and said unto them, "My mother and brethren are these which hear the word of Elohim and do it." So, this is Yeshua talking. Uh, again, pretty clear. Those who are my mother and brother are those that hear it and do it. It's uh, when Paul says, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Mm-hmm. And again, this is Luke 8. I think you said 18. So for, sorry. Oh, sorry. For, our, 8, for our hearers only yes. that aren't going to the, sorry. not seeing the video, it's Luke 8, 21. Okay. Yeah, pretty clear, I think. Matthew 23 two through three, saying the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. 
all therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do, but do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. Right. So do, uh, so don't do as they don't do as they do because they don't do it at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they're not not doing a very good job of uh, you know. So they they are giving commands, but they are not living any of these commands out very well. Right. So in the in the synagogue that they were at, so Moses' seat, you would you'd be essentially limited to only reading what Moses wrote. And then uh, since that's the case, they're reading Torah, right? They're not reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? Because right, that, that didn't exist. Right. And so he's telling them, do those things that they're reading out of mm -hmm. Scripture. And would they would have read things like Leviticus 11, Leviticus 23, feast days, Sabbath days, clean and unclean, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's telling them, do that. And then he's also saying, the Pharisees don't do that. They talk mm -hmm. about it, and then they don't do it. Yeah. So, again, another evidence also that Pharisees were not law keepers. Right, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting how many people I talk to that are non-Torah observant or non-Torah pursuant, and they bring up some of these things, and, and, and they get hung up, and they think we're all the Pharisees. I'm like, we're not. None of us in this movement are trying to be like the Pharisees. He clearly railed against them. Why, why would we want to be like them? But, but they make that jump and just assume that uh, it's, it's like they, they have a disconnect and they, they think that he's talking to all Jews here. And he's not talking to all the quote-unquote Jewish people or the Hebrew people. It's, he was very specifically talking to these Pharisees. Right. Or their inappropriate use of scripture in right. their own offices. Right. So. so when you look at what that sect was about, it's completely antithetical to scripture. Yeah. And so um, so I think that's important. Yeah, and, and so when you talk to someone, I think that you've got to spend time making sure you're on the same page because every time they talk, talk about following the law, Sometimes this is what they're talking about. And yeah. You both can go, we agree. No. Right. But, but, uh, but you may drive yourself crazy with someone because, uh, and let, you know, you just got to make sure you're talking about the same thing, your vocabulary. Yep. And that's one of our first things first mm -hmm. is uh, make sure you're talking about the same thing. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, and, <clears throat> pardon me, interesting, I think, is uh, I'd like to go back and do a side by side of, you know, Pharise what the Pharisees taught or did and compare that with uh, what Torah says. Yeah, that's And good. then also compare that with in the modern day church, mm -hmm. uh, meaning the system, not the, the people. So, yeah. And see which thing lines up with what mm -hmm. in that case. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, number 39 goes with Luke 16, 19 through 31. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto them, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Hmm. So this is the, uh, the Lazarus and the rich man. 
mm-hmm. story. Um, and he's just telling them, hey, you got Moses and the Pharisees. They don't believe them. They're not going to believe... Moses and the prophets. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, Moses and the prophets. They're not going to believe uh, one that was raised from the dead, who yeah. is Messiah, of course. Mm-hmm. So you got to believe both. Yeah. You, you can't just throw those ones away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can't throw away Moses and the prophets. Nope. Um, uh, or even just parts of them, right? All right, number 40, John seven sixteen. Yahushua answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. All right, so who sent Messiah? His father. Which we would call Elohim, Yahweh, Yahuwah, right? Mm-hmm, the Most um, High. Right. So if he sent him, and it's his doctrine that he's preaching, what is Yahweh's doctrine? The Torah. And if you look at Proverbs 4, 2, For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. My Torah, right. So there's doctrine right there. Proverbs 4, 2. Look it up. Yep. And so that's that goes back to one of our first principles, Scripture defines Scripture. Mm-hmm. Right? So if we're looking at doctrine, you have to go back to where it introduces what doctrine is to find yep. out what doctrine is. Yep. And then 41, John 5, 46. For had ye believed Moses, ye would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Now these are kind of interesting because growing up in the church, you hear this. Yes, all, the, whole, the whole of Scripture was about Messiah. And he walked with them on the path and showed them where he was in the, in the words of Moses and the prophets. Um, and so, um, what is it to, be, to believe something? Uh, to believe something, just in general? Um, even in my opinion, there's usually a faith and works kind of concept because, you know, you can, you can believe that uh, somebody's going to trust you. I mean, you can believe that somebody's going to catch you when you fall, but until you actually experience it, uh, you know, you know, it's like the whole trust fall thing where you're standing on a thing and, and you believe these people are going to catch you, but the ultimate way to prove you believe something is to test it. And you fall down and they catch you, hopefully, and you don't hit, hit the ground. Right. But, um, but so, yeah, a lot of times believing requires more than just an ex- exercise in thought. Right. It's not a, a, an ascension to the knowledge of, right? It's... It's an act, right? So Zach Bauer does a good one, good explanation on uh, putting the parachute on. I trust the parachute's going to save me, but until I, I show it by jumping out of the plane and pulling the cord. Yeah, yeah, just wearing it. You know what good <laughs> does that do you as you fall to your death? Right. But but you had it. Yeah. I believed it was there. Right. And then if we're going to use scripture to explain it, we just go to James where he says, uh, "Show me your belief." Without works, I'll show you my belief by my works, yeah. right? Well, and it's just that whole concept of the wages of sin is death. And so the opposite of that, the wages of Torah is life. And um, the wages of sin, which is going against Torah, is death. And uh, so <clears> when we, we, so that, that concept implies that if you're getting wages of sin, you have to be working right. to get paid. 
Yeah. And if you're doing wages of life, you're also doing some kind of work. So you're you're, ever, you're all you're going to be doing some work. Right. And either it's going to be blessed or it's going to be cursed. Mm -hmm. And I can hear it now. The wages of doing Torah is is life or salvation, right? And we're not saying that you can save yourself by doing no, Torah because we no. we've all not done that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hence, no. hence Messiah. No, no, we're not saying that at all. So right. we, we know that uh, uh, Messiah saved us. Yep. I just know a lot of people get nitpicky they on do. things and then they'll attack you on, on the socials. Yep. Yep. So you got to clarify all these weird things that should be obvious. And so those are our Messiah-isms. And again, there's more verses that we could pull out, but these are, like I we said in the earlier videos, you know, we're just trying to pull out the best ones that are the hardest hitting. So, so it can prove the case pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty well. So we encourage you to continue to listen to all of the Prove It series. This is seven out of, I don't know how many there's going to be. Until the several. end. <laughs> seven from the end. And so if you've missed some of them, go back, look at the playlist. Uh, remember, if you're listening to this audio, uh, there was a visual, and in YouTube there's a playlist. So anyway, we appreciate you liking, comment, subscribing. We also put some content in TikTok, if you do TikTok, or and, and, and Twitter, and all kinds of other social media platforms. But please share it with a friend. And, yes. And uh, I think that's it, Jake. Yep. And, uh, you know, try see if, you know, the, the kind of the point on this is, so when you're talking with people, you'll have verses that you can point to that are that'll uh, kind of help you along the path. Yep. Of the discussion. Good. This is Matt and Jake signing out.